Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Sage Simpson. Sage is passionate about helping women create wildly creative, sensual, and purposeful lives. She helps women to befriend their inner critic and reclaim the wild woman within so they can live sexy, wealthy, and wild lives while making a radical difference. Her mission is to transform 11 million women's lives. She teaches a blend of kundalini, qigong, and ecstatic dance, facilitates workshops, online courses, and intensive retreats around the world. And she was born in Bozeman, Montana, and currently is based in Santa Monica, California, where you can join her weekly for her Sacred Heart Movement, Meditation, and Manifestation gatherings. And I happen to have the extraordinary pleasure of actually spending time in person with the gorgeous and glorious Sage, Mm. who absolutely radiates wild creativity and sensuality and deep, deep, deep connection with earth and with source and with the energy of the divine feminine. And it is such a pleasure to know her in person and have danced with her and hugged her and eaten with her and all of the fun things that we get to do when we're in person. And I am just so grateful to have her here to share her with you today. Ladies, welcome to the show, Sage. Oh, Emerald, thank you so much. It's such an absolute pleasure to be here. And I have a beautifully, wildly sexy woman in my life who's coming in. She's just grabbing her laptop real fast. And it's such a delight to be here. It was incredible to spend time with you. And I feel like we've known each other for a very long time, not just in this lifetime, but many lifetimes. So thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, you are so welcome, Sage. And I love that you brought that to the table immediately because that is true. Is That's exactly what I was feeling when we first met was the feeling of it was a cosmic date. Mm-hmm. And we have lots of interesting intersections over the course of our lives. And then there are those pivotal moments that you know it's a cosmic date. And mm-hmm. the person before you, you already know them very deeply without even having to say a word to one another. So yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for surfacing that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, that's really what I'm interested in, right? I'm not really interested in staying on the surface and pretending like we know everything intellectually up here, but really tuning in to our deep inner wisdom that we have is critical because it's part of our healing as a collective and our healing as women and the why I love the work that I do so, so deeply. Yeah, beautiful. Well, let's talk about stepping into that role of a leader that you have clearly stepped into because you know, people, we can have cosmic dates all, all the time, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a variety of different ways, but not all of us are called to then 
take our cosmic dates with our calling and with each other to the level that you are choosing to take yours to, which is to serve 11 million women's lives. That's a massive mission. So I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about maybe the journey that got you to that level of clarity and also potentially if you could share with our women the experience of receiving the magnetism to that mission. Right. Wonderful question. So I have a history of performance and I've been an actor for a long time and I was passionate about theater and performance for a long time. And I was consistently cast in the role of a powerful woman. And I would have this incredible rush of embodying a powerful woman on stage, a radical feminist, an advocate for the environment. And my voice would open up in a way that it didn't in my everyday life when I was on stage, playing the role of a powerful woman. And, oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now. There was a calling that happened when I actually took time away from Los Angeles, took away time from performing and got back into nature. And I took three months and went into the wild and just to star bathe and to get naked in nature and barefoot and to start listening to the rhythms of my own body. And the calling was, Mother Earth needs you to play a powerful woman off the stage, Sage. You have a voice that is powerful and can connect people. And I have a deep connection to the earth because I was born and raised in a very, very free environment, 20 acres where I could run and play barefoot and pretty much naked my entire childhood. And then it was a rude awakening to come to Los Angeles. And it's like, oh, all these things that I should be doing and like trying to fit myself into a box. And now that that box has started to shed and those layers have started to shed, the calling really came through because we're running out of time on the planet. And so listening to that inner wild calling and really being responsible and response-able, right? That you can be responsible in your own personal life for yourself, but we also have a responsibility to caretake for our planet. And that as women, we know the cyclical nature of being because we go through cycles on a monthly basis and that there's the ebb and the flow And really there's a change that's happening. And as we become more embodied in our own bodies and heal from our past, we are better able to be stewards of the earth. That our arms, our beautiful hands are connected to our hearts. And when we come from this place, from our hearts embodied and spiritually aligned and in our power, we can make radical shifts on the planet. And then we stop these comparison games that a lot of women play or these self-talk, it's really all the comparison that we make and judgments that we have about the world are really ways that we're not loving ourselves. So to come to a place of home within my own body, to heal my own past, and then help other women reclaim the parts of themselves that have not been able to be given voice to, or they think that are too goofy or silly or wild or all the parts of us, because it's not just like, oh, it's a very serious thing to save the planet, right? It's a joyful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And it's also messy and dirty. And so much of how we treat women is like, oh, don't get too dirty. You know, don't get your fingers dirty in the dirt. Don't be wild and move in a way that is 
societally acceptable. And so breaking those bounds and being okay with all of who you are as a human being allows you to fully show up in your power. Mm. And so that's, that's a little bit about where I'm coming from. Well, I'll tell you, I got the psychic chill when you were talking about being in the woods. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I can always tell when real authentic alignment is happening in somebody's story when I, I myself get the psychic chill all over me. So you got your chill, I got my chill. So that's mm-hmm. a big affirmation. I want to talk about something that came up today. I was talking to somebody else. I can't remember who it was specifically, but there was this conversation that we were having about the difference between barriers and boundaries. And as Mm. a leader, as you step into a leadership role, part of the way I conceive of leadership is that you do need to have boundaries in order to be able to create what it is that you desire to create, to bring your vision into reality. You know, one of the things that I noticed in myself was this tendency for me, at least, I wanted everything like organized and I would like go into a, like a shared hotel room with somebody and they'd have stuff everywhere. And it was like crazy, like, oh my God, their stuff is everywhere. I would like get lost in, in the, the fog of the massive uh, feminine creative energy that they were, you know, just, so there's like this beautiful, delicate dance, I think, between having some kind of a structure and at the same time having that space for creativity to move and for full expression to be happening. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, what you were talking about before is really about pulling down barriers that are like artificial barriers. And I think that there's a difference between a barrier that's like an artificial barrier that got put upon us by societal conditioning or familial conditioning and creating from your leadership boundaries that say, this is the direction that I am here to lead people in. So can you talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about what it is for you as you step into your leadership role more fully that you do to both pull down barriers and at the same time create those healthy boundaries? I absolutely love this question. And when you talk about societal conditioning and family conditioning, those are exactly the barriers that I'm talking about, helping women free. And the boundaries, I often think of this as a national park, right? So a national park are these places where we have collectively decided this is sacred and we put boundaries up there and there are certain rules and regulations, right? You stay on the path. You don't go wandering off so that we can have that unique wild beauty. And you can only camp for a certain number of nights. You need permits to get into certain places. So I think of my time and my energy and all that I have as a sacred natural park. And in order to really safeguard myself, my energy, I need certain boundaries. And these boundaries come in the form of uh, with other people saying, you know, I'm available for this long and being okay with a no. Women are really good at giving away their time and energy for everyone else. And to just say no, and you don't have to have an explanation. No, I'm so sorry that I can't do that. And then you get small, just a no, because you are in charge of your time. And then for myself, setting up routine is really important. And I find a lot of liberation within that structure. So having a morning routine is really important for me. Coming home and grounding in my own body, meditation or meditation in the morning, 
making sure that I have physical exercise every single day. And physical exercise does not look like punishing your body at the gym or trying to sweat out as many calories as possible. I've played that game. I've used to play that game. And it is a train to burn out. And so treating your body as a sacred national park, what does it need for that day? What movement? That's why I blend kundalini and qigong and dancing in a way that is good for the body. So routines, eating healthy also is another boundary that I have. And it's not about restriction at all. It's really about nourishment, what is healthy for this incredible skin suit that we all get at birth. We get these awesome onesies that are unique to us and we get to hang out in them the whole time we're on this planet, but we don't get another one, you know? Mm -hmm. So how to treat it with radical nourishment. And it hasn't always been that way for me. It's not like I have been like this clean living human being for my entirety of my life. Absolutely not. I have gone through struggles around that. So setting up these routines in my own life are the way that I create boundaries because it's easy to go all over the place with your energy, as well as setting healthy boundaries with other people, relationships interpersonally with your family, as well as with your coworkers, your students, your clients, being okay with that and giving yourself permission. Beautiful. Well, we have reached a boundary in the show. All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we are at the break already. And so Wickedly Smart Women, we need your help. If you are enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. And I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Canada. And we will be right back with Sage Simpson. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Sage Simpson. And just so everyone knows how you can find out more about Sage and what she's doing to uh, support the transformation and liberation and evolution of 11 million women, please go to balance by sage 
sagebrook.com. That's balancedbysage.com. There will be a complimentary gift there on her site for you to pick up when you get there. And we will put that information in the show notes. So before we went to the break, we talked a little bit about some of the things that you do to set boundaries. And you said a few things that I just want to make sure that everyone really was presence to. Number one, you've got to safeguard yourself. You are responsible for safeguarding yourself. Number two, setting up routines that are affirmative for your being. And your being's affirmation may be different than my being's affirmation. And, you know, just really getting clear on what that looks like for you. And then you said meditation. And I was like, oh, what is meditation? I want to know about what meditation is because it sounds really fun. So can you share with our ladies what is meditation and what is the benefit of meditation? I am so glad that you asked me about this. This is one of my favorite practices because you do it from your bed and it's a way that you can incorporate meditation. We think of like, oh, I need to set up an altar and like have my meditation space and all this. We set up barriers and barriers to doing the practice that is really, really important for our connection to the divine source as well as being embodied. So meditation is a practice that I do every single morning. And as soon as I wake up, and there's like, usually there's like this thought train. It's like, oh my gosh, all the things I didn't get done or all, I didn't get enough sleep or what's for breakfast or did he get impeached or whatever it is, right? These thoughts. And usually the first thing people do is like, they don't even check in with themselves. It's like they grab the phone and they start scrolling. So a meditation is an invitation to the first thing in the morning, if you really got to pee, get up and go pee, but lay down in your bed and start connecting with your breath. That's the first thing. Feel this incredible gift that we have. We get this incredible gift of breath every single day to start connecting with the breath first thing in the morning. And then I like to do a body scan and really come into my body. So many of us have had a lifetime of different type of traumas and dramas and just living in the world today the amount of noise and traffic and responsibilities that we feel, we do not give ourselves time to just be in our bodies. So I start with a body scan and I like to picture smiley faces like from the tips of my toes all the way up to my head and get grounded. And then I practice something called meta meditation, which is loving kindness meditation, connecting, opening to my heart. So first thing in the morning, feeling that incredible opening in my heart, breathing into my heart, offering love first to myself, then extending it to somebody who I really love, extending it to someone who maybe I don't know that well, the grocery clerk or someone I pass on the running path or whatever, then extending it to someone who it's a little bit tricky, right? Someone that's, oh gosh, I really don't like that person. Or someone maybe you're in really difficult, like frustrating relationship with. And it could be somebody that's close to you that you need to, that you know that there's a lot of work around that relationship, or it can be a political figure or something in that's going on in the world. There is a lot of people who need love. So starting extending that loving kindness to that person. And then finally, I like to do a we, may we feel loving kindness. May we feel joy. May we feel internal and external peace on this planet as global citizens. 
if every single human being offered this love to themselves, we wouldn't be looking outside so much to try to fill the void that we feel inside. We wouldn't consume things that we don't need to consume. We would treat one another with kindness and pause to look one another in the eye and check in and say, how are you? How are you really? Right? And it's okay not to be okay. But to offer that meditation to myself first thing in the morning, I find that it grounds me. It gives me a sense of gratitude and purpose. And it doesn't mean I need to be in a particular place. I can be in, you know, I need to be in a safe space enough to be laying on a bed, but it doesn't necessarily mean I need to be in the middle of a forest, which I would prefer to be in the middle of a forest. I would prefer to be on the beach, but sometimes our lives don't allow us to be in places that are externally really, you know, perfect or the way that we want them to be. Perfect is, is not a thing. The way that makes us feel most alive and grounded and joyful we don't have the capacity to rearrange everything all the time to make it okay. What we can control is how we feel internally, and that can start first thing in the morning. How you start the first five minutes, 10 minutes of your day really sets the tone for the rest of your day. Mm, so if you come into love with yourself, and you can have this flow of love that comes through you. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Right from yeah. the bed. Meditation. Right from the bed. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I recently, you know, I, I usually listen on the second. The, the first intuition, sometimes I just like let that slide a little bit. But by the time the second, I don't have to get to the third intuition to have the message repeated that many times. I usually listen at the second. And the most recent, you know, practice that I was invited by the divine mm-hmm. to start p- participating in is yin yoga. So I get out mm. of bed in the morning, but then I make a little bed and do yin yoga on the floor on my yoga mat with my pillows and all of those things. So I will be putting a little bit of meta into my morning yin practice. And uh, mm. thank you for thank you for bringing that to the table. So I do want to ask you, Sage, about this. I mean, 11 million women is a lot of women, right? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of women. I want to hear from you, are there specific women that you feel really are the ones that are in that cohort of 11 million women um, that, you know, either clients that you're already serving or people that you're actively calling forth to be working with you? Can you describe maybe where they're at right now? You know, maybe one or two things where you know this is where they're at and you know that you could help them. So it's incredible the intuitive hits that come through because there's a, there is a blend of, I know that I am meant to work with women who already have this knowledge within them, which I believe every woman does. But then they have this sense that like the howl of their wolf, like their wolf inside has gotten stuck right here at the neck. And they know that there's parts of themselves that they could be showing up more fully in their lives. There are women out there that are already serving their, like your audience, very, very smart, very smart. But there's also, there's a deeper wisdom that's being asked to be drawn forth as well as given permission to and mirrored back. So to help those women go from busy and productive into really stepping into their purpose and their own power, as well as their vulnerability, 
because I believe that we have the capacity to use our vulnerability the way that our heart breaks to be of service to the world. And I think that I know in my heart that there are so many women that are ready to hear this message and ready to step up into life in a new, powerful way, but it's not the way that has been shown as power in the last 12,000 years of patriarchy, right? We are stepping into this new evolution, organic evolution of what it means to be empowered. And I also believe that I am meant to work with women who have indigenous knowledge, ancient ways of being, and ancient like that they have, they have a lineage that they can help teach. So I'm working with clients to help people who are coming more from a Western mindset, and I'm going to be incorporating things that are more ancient teaching. Um, my mother was a Buddhist, and my parents also participated in the Sundance, and I believe that we're being called back to the earth and to practice in a way to get our hands in the dirt and to live not in nuclear little families anymore, but in more collective spaces to co-create so that our, we're going to transform. We are going to revolutionize the way that we eat, the way that we move, the way that we create community and really live sustainably on the planet. And so the 11 million women, they are worldwide because we are living in a global society and our precious species, we've got these strange divisions that we think of like nations are somehow lines that keep us apart. We are one shore. We have one beautiful planet and Mama Earth wants us all to be collaborating. Mm -hmm. And so the 11 million women that I'm going to be serving, it is a global effort. Beautiful. Well, I love to say that we are all one breath because that is as true as it can get, right? We are all one breath. Mm -hmm. The breath that comes in and out of me is the same breath that comes in and out of you. And we are already at the end. I, we could spend hours talking with one another, sharing wisdom, sharing energy, and uh, affirming each other. Yeah. However, it's time for <laughs> us to go. So um, I want to thank you so much for being here on the show today. Sage, mm -hmm. it was my pleasure to have you and remind everyone to go to balancebysage.com to just deepen your relationship with Sage. Sage is one of those people who is a reflection of the level of depth that I like to go to with my clients and with the people that I'm serving. And, you know, my intention here with this podcast is to really bring depth to all of our listeners. And so I want to just really encourage you to not skim the surface of what we talked about here. There was deep wisdom in everything that she brought to the table and uh, definitely go dig some more on her website. Put your hands in the dirt on her website. <laughs> and, uh, and come dig in the actual dirt with me in one of my live retreats. <laughs> there we go. Sounds fun. All right, listeners, we love feedback. Please do let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line at 540 0043 extension 4343. Or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram as well. And we are forming a group on Facebook too. So just find us wherever you can. And we might even give you a shout out on the show if you leave a message on the machine or send in some questions or guest suggestions. So thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. 
Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.